as far back as when I was a teenager, I, I started trying to figure out like why it is that most of the guys that I like went to church with or knew uh, from school would have basically subscribed. They would have said they subscribed to that ideology, but the the girls I was around just like they weren't safe and they weren't happy. Um, yeah, like where? Why isn't the protecting happened? Right, happening. Right, that's like, right. The, the violence seems to be happening. That the the macho stuff seems to be happening, but the actual yeah. protection of the vulnerable seems to be missing. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, no, it, it was something that I figured out that is obvious to anyone who is uh, who has read like two pages of feminist theory. But uh, as a sixteen-year-old, I had not read Andrea Dworkin yet, so you know, cut me some slack. So, but something that was very obvious to me was that like the way the category of slut functioned to mark out uh, girls that did not need to to be protected and could be treated any which way, could be joked about any which way, uh, and nobody felt the need to, to stick up for them. Um, and some of those girls were friends of mine, so that kind of bugged me. <laughs> it seemed fucked up. I don't know. Um, I remember reading you know, something so, about Mary Magdalene and stone throwing. I don't remember exactly. but Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Alexi, you know, in the oldest manuscripts, that uh, that story isn't there. So Whew, that's convenient. Really sure oh, that look at one. that. Okay, great. <laughs> Don't confuse Jesus with some kind of liberal. You know, um, yeah. Like, so it started bothering me like way back then, and I guess I had been puzzling about it for a long time. Like, okay, being protector sounds like a nice way to spend your life. Like, why aren't we doing? why aren't we doing more of that? Um, and, and so that's where kind of figuring out that like the, the idea of masculinity that I was sold, I think involved a more being a protector in the abstract, you know, cultivating skills and disciplines and hobbies uh, and, and, you know, tactical gear collections <laughs> that suggest an ability to protect and an interest in protection and security that is completely abstracted from the actual lives of uh, the people around you. Was it comforting? I don't know if you've seen Station Eleven, but spoiler, it's not just fighting skills and violence that saves the day. You know, art is what we really need in the post-apocalyptic period. So I, I, I think that was com <laughs> that might have been comforting if, if you didn't know, you know? Yeah, that that just feels that feels that feels so comforting. I'm a little suspicious of it. I, I still think I'm not going to be much. Was that written by a anymore. artist by chance? No, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I really, really weird that this novel suggests that uh, art and storytelling is going to be really important in the apocalypse. No, it's true. I'm, um... I mean, that maybe is kind of the thing. I, I feel like the post-apocalyptic narrative, you know, like so many of these are, <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, 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 stories of extreme violence, social breakdown, you know, like warlordism, you know, and, and there are uh, examples of that in history. But if you look at specifically like the history of crises, um, like in in uh you know like natural disasters and stuff like that uh hurricane katrina 
oftentimes what happens is people are totally selfless. You know, you you find this like instinctual mm-hmm. sort of primate-ish urge, you might think, to just like go out and like save people um, from. Yeah, it's it's the Rebecca Solnit uh, paradise built in hell or yeah. whatever argument. Yeah, that's what really happens. And then uh, or, or that's one of the things that happens. Yeah. It, yeah. Hobbes, Hobbes does not suddenly get proven right every time there's a disaster. And the other thing that happen, that happens that I hadn't really thought about, but it's really commonsensical, uh, if you, if you do think about it is, uh, so I, I read this book, you know, I, I, I hoped that writing the masculinity essay would cure me of like, <laughs> you know, the, the desire to like, you like to, you to like to walk, walk big distances with things on your back. I've noticed uh, this is a thing that you do multiple times. <laughs> This is this is true. The the essay begins with a rather Chaplin-esque anecdote, uh, anecdote about uh, carrying a piece of furniture several miles. And yeah, I'm still basically I didn't cure myself of being that guy by writing the essay. But I, I picked up this book recently. It was called like the Next Apocalypse or something. The guy is like a the author is archaeologist or something. I could be getting this all wrong, but he's, he studies disasters and he spends a lot of time in that book being like, oh, yeah, if 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 the zombie apocalypse happens, whatever, uh, if the shit hits the fan, you want to be in the cities. Yeah, you you want to stay close to people and, and large, complex systems. You do not want to immediately do the thing everybody does, which is get my round up my my people and head to the country. Um, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. That actually makes a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah. Cause you know where that ends? That ends in ca- cannibalism. Okay. That's, that's what, that's what you, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what we don't want folks. We don't want that. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I lo- oh, I, I, there's no, uh, no supply lines left whatsoever. Uh, and I'm, I'm out in the country surrounded by nothing. So I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna start eating my, um, the yeah and i think it sort of speaks to this specifically like the neuroses of american masculinity where like you're supposed to provide but you're supposed to provide like in an individual fashion you're supposed to have your own individual like bunker with canned food that you keep the mormons actually do this kind of thing by the way which is kind of you're supposed to go be a settler colonial that's right uh on a country that has already been colonized by settlers. Everywhere with the stake, this is mine, mine, yeah. mine. Uh, and then you I claim will, your women. She is mine. Yeah. Everything is mine. <laughs> I will have a huge collection of guns, and that's going to ha- how I'm going to protect myself. But then if you think about it for five seconds, you think, no, what, what, what protects people is community. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. the ability to have, you know, just to pick an example randomly, like a night watch, you know, you're not just one mm-hmm. guy with a pile of guns or you can't ever sleep, you know, because it like organized, like this is warfare <laughs> stuff. This is Clausewitz, you know, this is like, how do, how do you organize, you know, materially, you know, how do you, how do you uh, defeat someone who may want to, you know, uh, enslave you or conquer your territory or whatever? Well, you have to be organized. You have to have more people. You have to have better, you know, discipline and a better quartermaster and more food and more, you know, material, all of that stuff. Um, and in a more prosaic fashion, it's like, well, you know, what? There, the, I was reading a, a paper some time ago about what 
a heat wave in Chicago, I believe. And it was like, who died in the heat wave? And it depended on neighborhoods. If neighborhoods had been around for a long time uh, and they had like sort of deep social connections, people knew each other, then those places tended to do pretty well. It was in atomized locations where people just sort of, they didn't have anyone to turn to and no one to check on them. You know, that's where you get, you know, a lot of uh, uh, casualties in that sort of situation. It's the David Graeber everyday uh, small C communism stuff that actually makes any kind of human life possible. Yeah. 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 That's the end of the preview, folks. If you want to hear the whole episode, you can go to patreon.com slash left anchor. Thanks for listening.